everyone, welcome to another episode of Startup Hustle Middle East. Hi guys, this is Mamta and today we're very excited because we have our first guest on the show and it's Che. Uh, so Che is from Consulting and uh, Che, why don't you tell us a little bit about yourself? So earlier on, we made a joke about me sharing my credit card number. Can I still make that joke? Sure, you can make that joke and I hope you share your credit card number as well. <laughs> Great. Um, so uh, as Mamta mentioned, my name is Che, uh, managing partner at Consulting and We're a marketing and business strategy uh, agency and we work in a wide range of industries and fields. We're very much... Um, uh, subject matter agnostic so okay. it doesn't matter what the problem is what the industry is we dive into it and we find solutions okay all right so we just thought we'd get Che on the podcast because I know a lot of you guys are looking for uh, marketing tips and and figuring out how to grow your business and marketing is a huge aspect of that so um, yeah. yeah and uh, Che is also part of mind cloud Academy so Che has a lot of experience uh, working with founders and entrepreneurs. So maybe you can share some insights about working with them and also tell us a little bit about MindCloud Academy. Okay, um, so first part of your question. MindCloud, so, yeah. Oh, that was the second part. No, oh, okay. <laughs> the important part. Yeah. Um, so, um, but we can switch it up, you know. I've already shared my credit card, apparently. Um, so, uh, my background is, so I'll just kind of give you a 30-second version. Uh, studied engineering commerce back in Canada. Graduated, started work as an engineer, got bored, and then from there I went on a journey of many different industries, many different fields. Uh, pretty much from the early 2000s, I was deep in the internet marketing world, you know, inbound marketing. Mm -hmm. uh, and I came across it in a lot of different fields. From there, I did life coaching. I raised funds for projects and just all kinds of different things. But at the same time too, I always had people come to me and get advice on how to start their startup, how to, uh, the marketing term is supercharge your sales, you know? <laughs> <laughs> or how to create um, crazy marketing campaigns. And it started off as people coming to me just for ideas, but then over time it went from ideas to kind of taking that idea and developing it Execution. and really executing it, mm -hmm. exactly. Okay, okay. And then you thought I should charge people for this advice. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. So I figured it out for myself. I mean, we were having this conversation earlier about reading a lot of books. So mm -hmm. um, pretty much since I was 2021, 20, when I was still in university, um, I was in school, I was studying quantum physics, not getting the best no grades. Way. Yeah. That's and then crazy. after school, I would read uh, books like, uh, what was that guy Kawasaki's book, mm. uh, The Art yeah. of the Start, or yeah, The e like that one. and those things. And back then, there was this guy also, I don't know if you've heard of him, his name is Gary Vaynerchuk. He had a book called. Who's that? Exactly. He had a book called The Thank You Economy. And to this day, I've read his other books, but to this day, that book was one of the ones that really changed my view on marketing and how I work in general. Uh, really? Most, yeah. I haven't read much of uh, Gary Vee's books. Yeah. Are they good? Are they worth uh, reading? Well, the newer ones are more tactical. They're not bad. But the Thank You Economy is really more of a mindset book where he really looks at like we're moving away. And he was he predicted it right. We're moving away from this world of like these brands being so far removed from you and just visible through billboards and ads yeah. to we're going back to the mom and pop shop feel where even right. though you're in a digital world now, it's yeah. the proximity is much more there. I guess internet allows that to happen, right? Like yeah. you can be instantaneous and 
more like, yeah. yeah I mean in um, I've worked in an agency for a really long time and we would always tell our clients that if you make it to the dinner table conversation mm-hmm. then that means you're doing something right so you have to be part of culture part of conversation and really engage with people and we were telling clients this before social media and two-way conversations exactly. with brand between brands and people we were telling clients this like let's make tv ads that people talk about so i think that principle hasn't really changed it's just that now there's so many access points for clients to read uh, for customers and brands to really connect which is great exactly yeah and some brands are not comfortable with it by the way like you yeah. look at it some brands especially in the in the corporate world you know mm-hmm. some of the older guys that i work with that start new businesses or mm-hmm. are looking to get into Uh, digital as they call it you know uh, they don't they don't really understand it as much and it's a challenge for them you know to they, they feel uncomfortable with so many touch points yeah. and interaction points between them and their clients it's yeah. difficult to manage as well like um, you know it's not like uh, you execute something and then you're done it's like a continuous process so yeah it's yeah. hard it's yeah. hard to wrap your mind around yeah <laughs> for sure for yeah. sure yeah um so the first or the second part of the question <laughs> do you want to tell us a little bit about mindcloud academy yes of course so um i started working with mindcloud academy actually as an advisor initially so um okay. mindcloud academy just in case you don't know it's a um it's an institute or academy that delivers entrepreneurship and entrepreneurship programs for um people in the middle east and the mena region and uh their focus is for people that are just starting up but they also have people that are corporates that are looking to maybe start ventures inside their company um and it's also for business owners that have been in it for a while that are really looking to just uh, maybe they've they're kind of stuck in their business mm-hmm. and they're looking to upskill themselves and acquire the 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 skills you you require in 2018 to kind of succeed you know sure yeah. Yeah. yeah right yeah do you want to talk about how we came across mindcloud academy Hopefully uh, a Facebook ad. Yeah, <laughs> yes. we saw Facebook ad. Perfect. Actually, <laughs> someone listened to the podcast and said, "By the way, I'm going for this event." Oh, yeah, right. That's Check it out. That's actually what happened. So, some one of our listeners actually recommended it to us. So they said, "I'm going to this event. Are you guys going to be there?" And then we mm-hmm. checked it out, and that's how we ended up at Mindcloud Academy. So, yeah. whatever you're doing is working. Yeah, <laughs> great. Yeah, that's great. Definitely. <laughs> And yeah. I guess what we're doing is somewhat working as well. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um we have people reaching out for like Yeah, I mean uh, it's weird like we just launched the podcast. Mm-hmm. It's been 6 episodes but we get voice notes from people across the world. It's pretty interesting. That's awesome. Yeah. Yeah, yeah and uh, sure. we're on Anchor by the way. So if you guys want to leave us a voice note, you can download the app and you can leave us a voice note and we'll feature you in one of our future podcasts try to answer your question if we can. And if you want to leave us uh, a comment which is a question for Che about Mindcloud Academy or consulting and um we can get him to answer those through our social media channels or always happy to have him back on the show as well. For sure. Yeah, we will link up Che in the show notes as well so you'll be able to find his stuff in in the show notes below. Uh so his social handles Mindcloud Academy will all be there. All yeah. Right. So um we also wanted to get you on the show to share some tips about marketing with um startups. What can entrepreneurs do to really bootstrap marketing because 
I mean, when clients have come to me and asked me what's the marketing budget, I've said how big is a piece of string because it can be as big as you as you want it to be, mm-hmm. and uh, at scale it performs really well. But what are quick, easy, and super cheap things that entrepreneurs can do to really put their startup out there? Okay. Um, there's okay. I put things into kind of two categories. I put them into the category of. Um, kind of mindsets you need mm-hmm. to have going into this and then the second thing once you have those mindsets then the tactical stuff which we'll discuss as well comes in so um the first thing i i see over and over again is people don't think of themselves as um good at digital you know mm-hmm. or good at social media or they just you know they they kind of don't they maybe don't understand it or they don't want to understand it that's the big challenge i see and even if you look at a, when we're talking about millennials, by the way, when we talk, go to Gen Z, they kind of get it a bit more because they were, they sure. don't, they don't remember a time before mm-hmm. social media, you know, versus yeah. millennials. We still remember yeah. a time when there was no Facebook. You yeah. Know, and this I remember a time with Walkmans. <laughs> uh, me too. It was a simpler time. It was a good time. Yeah. I remember I had a nice Definitely silver one. <laughs> It was the first thing I bought with my own money. Walkman. Walkman. <laughs> nice, nice. Yeah, I, I remember I bought a mini disc player. Were those still things? Those are great. I never had a mini. Oh, like a disc man? No, it was like a. It was, it was supposed to be format. Sony's new format. Oh yeah, the small, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, we had a laser disc uh, oh, player oh. as well, which became obsolete three months after we got it. So. <laughs> But, oh, yeah. Man. yeah, but anyway, anyway, yeah, so um, so the mindset is first is you, you, you have to look at digital, not as a tool, but as a place. Mm-hmm. So I always talk, talk to people when you look at social media, social media is not just like you were saying, Mamta, earlier. It's not uh, the conversations were had being had before people were connecting before. And the, the only thing that's really changed is now we're having those conversations online. Now we're maybe chatting with our friends online. So first yeah. off, look at digital as a place, okay? It's not a tool that you're bad at. It's a place that you need to show up at if you want to do business. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Now, yeah, there's, some, there's, there's some industries maybe where you don't have to show up on social media. And that's fine if you're selling barrels of oil. Maybe you don't need that. B2B yeah, businesses. That, th- yeah. This, this is what I find quite annoying. There's a lot of people that also think that they have to be on Facebook. And it's like, is it right for your brand? And when we've done it for them, we've realized that it's not really for them to connect with their consumers, Mm -hmm. but it has helped internally, the morale, the company finds out what the company, the employees find out what the company is doing. But still, I think people also need to be smart about whether or not they are in the the right medium. Yes, if it's the right medium. Exactly. And I mean, it also comes down to... um, like what again we'll talk about tactical in a little bit but the, the next thing i kind of look at is what's your outcome what are you trying to achieve if it is to boost morale or connect with your team there's tons of great uh platforms you can use from slack to facebook private mm-hmm. facebook groups to even a whatsapp chat group you know mm-hmm. to to connect with that so if that's your outcome great and if you're in a b2b business i mean uh, i mentioned barrels of oil but i mean the reality is and i'll give you an example later on we always think about okay it's a business and a business you're dealing with a business and then what happens is we try to communicate from one business to another mm-hmm. uh, but social media is not the place where the business is not an entity or a human being you know mm-hmm. right. it's the human beings that are on linkedin the human beings that are on facebook and on instagram mm-hmm. so you have to communicate with them and not all of them 
So if your goal, for example, is to sell marketing services, you have to look at, okay, who are the five people in XYZ organization that need to be exposed to my content, mm -hmm. you know? Yeah. And that can be, of course, the high level CEO manager level, but you also come down to the, you know, what happens is if you understand the psyche and kind of look at that, and this is something I spend a lot of time on early on with clients is mm -hmm. look at who they're dealing with and who the person on the other side is. Okay, if this person is a newly hired social media manager at a big company right. and the manager puts some crazy KPIs on them, what's the first thing they're going to do? They're going to go online and they're going to look at how to do marketing in my industry yeah, <laughs> yeah. in Dubai. Yes. yes. So hopefully you will have, if you're an agency, you will have an entry, an, an endpoint or some kind of content. A blog post. Yeah, a blog yeah. post, exactly. Yeah. Or a video or a guide or a toolkit ready for them sure. that can connect with them. And that's how it's done. Or maybe they don't come, they don't go searching for it. Maybe they just enjoy digital marketing and they end up listening to podcasts such as Startup Hustle Middle East. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And they've been listening to it for a while. So they've gained some insights and they can use it you know so yeah so yeah. that's one one of the things people don't realize and a lot of business to business um, interactions it's yes it's b2b but we're actually trying to get the person connecting with another person, person yeah sure. do you think uh, it's better to define personas of these five people that you're trying mm -hmm. to reach so so that you know okay I'm trying to reach the social media marketing managers this is the points where I can connect with him this is the kind of content how, how do you define the role okay so um, of course uh, so there's two kind of things one in, in marketing of course a lot of people do archetypes personas and they, they kind of segment their audience uh, yeah. which early on again I always try to do with clients as well and in design thinking actually which is also a field that's growing a lot in this region mm -hmm. they always look at let's look at the archetypes who it's, it's called human-centered design you know let's mm -hmm. look at the humans behind it and design for them when it comes to practically what happens is sometimes that may not be necessary I mean mm -hmm. the insights you gain from doing that exercise are mm -hmm. great but that doesn't mean that you necessarily segment your uh, target audiences on Facebook that way. Mm -hmm. Right. Mm -hmm. But you gain insights. And um, being an engineer, um, being on the side where I have done product development, my mm -hmm. philosophy is rather than product, uh, sales, and marketing being all these kind of separate things, mm -hmm. I kind of look at them as all this integrated thing and they all feed each other. So the insights you gain through marketing will hopefully you're connected with your sales team. So you have the long tail, then you have the like the day-to-day yeah. the, the -day conversion. And then that should inform your product and these should all improve each other. So right. personally, I'm not a fan of situations where I have to go in and the, the customer or the client is completely unwilling to address a weakness of their product because right. then it's just, we can do the best marketing. And this is what I see sometimes. You get companies like your big hotel chains, no name mm -hmm. shall we name, you know, <laughs> spending a lot of money on content marketing or content, mm -hmm. you know, and at the end of the day, it, how has this changed the fact that they're still not offering free Wi-Fi to all their guests in their hotels? Right. That is crazy. I think yeah. in the Maslow's uh, hierarchy of needs, Wi-Fi is number one right now. I know. <laughs> Before food, water, or anything. Exactly. I saw something about that with, in, in, in regards to hospitality. But yeah, yeah it's, it's crazy when, uh, when clients aren't willing to take all of this feedback and insights they're getting from marketing and from marketing experts and implement it. Yeah, I think my my main uh, my main aim of marketing for Ajarkar is to gain insight on how we can improve our product. 
I mean, yeah. that's the main aim. Like, I think if my product's really good, the customers will come. Yeah. You know, like, I think if we can achieve that fit, like, mm-hmm. either my pricing might be wrong or something might be off. And then uh, the marketing really helps me understand that. And sometimes it's the sequence as well. Sometimes, um, and when we talk about designing the customer journey, the sequence of things matters. Maybe that product is right, but it's just a little bit further down the customer relationship. Maybe mm-hmm. it's not right at the beginning. And those mm-hmm. are the insights you get if you're willing to evolve your core offers, your product portfolio, mm-hmm. um, according to the insights you gain from marketing or your face-to-face sales, you know? Yeah, I, that's why I personally like working with startups or people that have an entrepreneurial mindset because they're willing to adapt their product constantly. And and it they're because they're small, usually they're agile enough to react yeah. to what feedback they're getting. Aside from Sid uh, incorporating feedback that he gets from marketing, um, he's also always selling a jar car. He's also mm-hmm. always showing the site to people. And he's launched different verticals in Ajarka from feedback from people too. Yeah. So true. it's exactly. it is sales and marketing and tech and product all kind of working together. Recently, we did a campaign, mm-hmm. and uh, a lot of customers asked us about uh, having cars with drivers. And Ajarka is a self-drive platform. But uh, now that's something that we're looking to launch as a new vertical very soon. We'll be launching, by the way, plugging Ajarka right here. Yeah, you got dis- you. Link in description below. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but, uh, but we're launching chauffeur-driven service as well. I mean, we're not competing with like Kareem and Uber, but it's going to be more like uh, hourly packages. So you want a mm-hmm. car for four hours, you need to go to Abu Dhabi and come back, something like that. Yeah. So uh, because those are the kind of customers we're attracting. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So we're launching that and we're you know, modifying our platform to, to be able to do that as well. Right. Yeah. How did you, if, if you don't mind me asking, how did you arrive at that insight? Was it, did you actively ask for feedback or did customers, enough customers tell you? What was the... Enough customers were telling us. So yeah. uh, we On were, social media or on like direct? So, so we, we do ads on social, mm-hmm. we do ads on Google as well. Mm-hmm. And uh, I think some of the keywords that we were bidding on, we saw that the click-through rate was really good. And, uh, but when they came, they were asking for these particular kinds of services. And uh, some of our partners happened to offer them and we were able to complete a few transactions for them offline. Mm-hmm. So uh, once we saw that and we kind of understood the whole business model, we said we could pretty easily implement that into HR curve without too much extra work. I mean, we had to modify the platform a little bit, but, right. you know, we could uh, we could pretty easily start doing that. So yeah. we should be launching in a couple of weeks. Awesome. Yeah. 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 So uh, I just wanted to give an example of uh, how we at Ajarka used content marketing. We realized most of our customers were either tourists Mm -hmm. or people who are moving to Dubai. So when people move to Dubai, they need a car. They don't want to buy a car generally. They'll rent a car for the first few months. Um, And uh, so we realized, okay, these are our two major target audiences. So we started creating blog posts about tourism in Dubai and targeting those kind of people. Uh, so if you so we create at least two blog posts a, month, uh, a, week, a week now, and uh, and that drives a lot of traffic. And most of our traffic comes because of the blog posts that we do. And then we can repurpose that content to put it on Facebook. So we have something to put on Facebook every to at least twice a week, if not uh, you know other content. And uh, that really worked well for us. And by the way, in case you guys don't know, I have a YouTube channel as well. It's a personal vlog. 
but uh, I do use it to plug a jar car sometimes. And um, you and started it because of the jar car. I kind of started it because uh, I was trying to figure out a way to promote a jar car, and then it morphed into something else. But still, like uh, I have this series called Living in the Buy, which is specifically targeting people who are looking to move to the Buy, and that series has over two hundred thousand views now. So. You know, I've watched it. Yeah, yeah you watched yeah, it. That's yeah. great. Yeah. Did you watch it before moving to Dubai? Or you've been in <laughs> no, Dubai a really yeah. long time? I watched it, I think, before I met you. I, I came across it, actually. Okay. Yeah, yeah, okay. So. so so that that series actually drives a lot of traffic to my website. So, mm-hmm. I mean, yeah. it's, it's, it's working out pretty well for me. Content marketing has been working great for Ajarkar. Great. Yeah, great. great. So tell us some examples of projects that you worked on and tips that you can give to some of our listeners. Yeah. Okay. So, um, there's so many. I'll give you one that's kind of a little bit more uh, traditional industry. And I'll give you an example that's a bit more entrepreneurship, which is probably your audience. So, we'll mm-hmm. save that for the for after. Um, okay. I had a client who has been working in a you know, traditional industry for many, many years. And mm-hmm. he was looking to kind of start an industry association to meet some of the gaps in the industry. And... Uh, when we started talking a little bit, of course, he didn't really know like about the digital world and what to do. And everybody told him Facebook, Instagram, like mm-hmm. any, all these kind of YouTube, all these kind of things. And um, so as I always do, I said, well, let's hold the brakes, you know, mm-hmm. like put the brakes on and just kind of back up and think about what's what's your strategy. What are you trying to achieve? Um, what kind of budget are we looking at? Like mm-hmm. how much of our time should we focus on this? And we realized for him, he's so passionate about what he does and the gap that he's filling is mm-hmm. so relevant okay. that um, I, I thought to myself, okay, there's no point in us trying to create new content or other things out there. Mm-hmm. Let's just double down or triple down on his why. Why are you doing this? Why does this need to exist? What problem are you addressing? So uh, we came up with a script, we mm-hmm. shot it, um, and uh, we put it on on his personal LinkedIn. Okay. Okay, on his personal, no ad money behind it. In a day or so, it got over 10,000 views. And it got a lot of attention. Because now, there's a couple of asterisks here. (laughs) The first thing was, uh, once we decided that uh, his relevant audience was on LinkedIn, we said, okay, let's put all the other platforms on hold. You know, a lot of people make the mistake. They try to do all the platforms right from the get-go. But the reality is, Um, If you look at a two or five year strategy, you can spend the first year just becoming amazing at one and maybe the one that's the most relevant or where the low hanging fruit is because you have to make sales in business. This is not just marketing isn't just you have to make some sales and you have to convert. So um, we focus on LinkedIn while we were creating the script and once we shot the video and the video was getting edited. Um, we made sure that he connected with people and because of his impressive uh, credentials, people would connect with him. And as he kind of built up his network, that when the video came out, it just caught everyone uh, by surprise, but also it was so passionate in it. I mean, I always say you want to be borderline controversial. So um, it, it got people's attention and it connected with people. And then people really high up in the industry started messaging him and talking to him. And a lot of eyes came on, not just regionally, but internationally as well, you know? So that one piece of content created a boom. Mm -hmm. Of course, behind it, there was a beautifully designed website and there's other elements as well that kind of extended that story. But that thing got us into the door in so many places like you wouldn't imagine. And no money spent. 
Yes, no <laughs> money spent on advertising. Exactly, just, a little just, bit of time of editor yes, video, but that's yes. it. Exactly. Sure. Um, I think there's a lot of uh, tactics here that entrepreneurs can use. The one thing that I find really interesting is when you said that um, you needed to find out what his why was. Simon Sinek's talk of finding out the why of the business, I think that's a really great exercise for entrepreneurs to do, to really find out what the purpose of their business is. Because if you communicate your why, I think that gets you in dinner table conversations, you know. If you just try to push the needle and are a little bit on the edge of um, being controversial, mm -hmm. then I think it, it really gets noticed. And if your why is defined, it helps. Yeah, maybe I should be a little bit more controversial with yeah. <laughs> yeah, maybe maybe you need to do like a is it crank and piston that have the really hot girls and uh, on cars always you know what would be controversial if you have old men doing the poses of crank and piston that would be old women <laughs> oh yes dogs this is why I do the podcast I this get is, free this ideas is, this is genius stuff genius stuff I love it yeah. I love it so the, the big kind of thing I always look at is also when people want to communicate online, especially, or communicate in today's world where attention spans are really short, try to find before you get online and start doing whatever, before you even start creating content, first figure out what the most concise and most compelling version of your narrative is, mm -hmm. you know? So people have these like big mission statements and visions and all this kind of thing or when they want to start a business there is tons of books that tell you how to create these really intricate business plans mm -hmm. yeah and 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 it's all nonsense you know you just have to figure out okay what is it you have to be able why do you exist like mm -hmm. you said you have to be able to answer that in a very concise and compelling fashion yeah. and then what people ask you what is your business answer that in a concise and compelling fashion and then how are you doing that how are you realizing that? Answer that in a concise and compelling fashion and then you're done. The rest of the stuff will figure itself out. Yeah, people don't really care about the semantics. <laughs> we did an episode yeah. about the elevator pitch as well. And speaking to a lot of entrepreneurs, I find that this is something that they really struggle with because yeah. you're so attached to your business that you want to talk about and we have this feature and we have this feature. And it's yeah. like, come on, you have my attention for 30 seconds. Online, you yes. have my attention for five seconds. 30 no. seconds is a long time. 30 <laughs> seconds in person. This is, our, this is us with our Walkmans, you know. <laughs> yeah, think, yeah. yeah, millennials have, no, Gen Z has like five seconds to give you. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Cool. But you had another example for us as well. Yeah, so as you mentioned earlier, I've been uh, working with MindCloud. When I came on, I was tasked with uh, developing a sustainable uh, funnel. Mm -hmm. where people mm -hmm. would come in, be, become aware of uh, MindCloud Academy, and then go mm -hmm. through the funnel, take the program, you know, become graduates, etc., etc. And uh, the, the first thing I encountered, and this is the first mistake, by the way, most startups make, is they take their one product and they think they need to, without even knowing you, they need to push that in the first piece of content they put out and sell it to you, you know? Right. And that's not how, A, that's not content marketing. Content marketing is building things around your product, you know? And sometimes at different stages in the customer journey, mm. that means 
not even trying to push it, just making people aware or, you yeah. know, the, the three kind of things people always look for in a good piece of content is entertainment, inspiration or utility, you know? Knowledge. So it's yeah. yeah. knowledge, hashtag knowledge. Yeah. <laughs> so that's, that's what you may be looking for early on, you know? And a lot of people that aren't experienced in marketing and content marketing, they come and they say, hey, buy my 599 phone and with no context. And then they, they, they see it not working. So then they, what do they do? They think, okay, great. I'm just going to try pushing it harder, you know, send more emails, send yeah. more ads or keep reposting the same ad over and over again. But that's just, you know, it's like banging your head against the wall, you know? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So, um, going back to MindCloud, that's not what MindCloud was doing, but you know, I got <laughs> sidetracked there. But, but with MindCloud, MindCloud, of course, has a great program that is a 10-week program that covers the A to Z of entrepreneurship. And what's interesting is a lot of people that didn't know what MindCloud was, you know, were being... Uh, marketed the whole program so we're going from having no relationship with the person to saying Selling hey listen sell, sell us whatever 10 12 thousand dirhams it is for the mm. program right and that's that's a bit of a big jump you know mm. so you have to build that relationship so mm. we kind of like looked at the funnel and there's tens of tens or thousands of different models for how to develop a funnel there's double diamonds and regular funnels and mm -hmm. upside down funnels we can that's a whole podcast in itself and i hope mm -hmm. you'll invite me back for that but anyway sure, man. Um, but one of the interesting things is when you look at any funnel you have things like i said you have to be able to interact with people like when you want to like meet someone new you don't say hey let's get married you meet mm -hmm. them and you say, hey, let's go grab a cup of coffee, you know. Yeah. Yeah. So what does courting. that take? Yeah, courting, courting and wooing. Exactly, yes. exactly. Or, hey, you got a problem with that? Let me help you with that. Yeah. You know, so you're kind of doing this, uh, this uh, and this can be done through content. This can be done through conversation. This can be done on this place called digital. This can mm -hmm. be done in this place called in person, you know. Yeah. And um, and that's what we were kind of exploring. What can we do for MindCloud to find, find what that is, you know. So we came brainstorm, I don't know. 20, 30 different ideas. And then we narrowed it down to 10 to 12. And we said, okay, what are the leading bits? Again, um, any business is limited in resources and time, you know? Mm -hmm. So yeah. given those limitations, what is the minimum effective dose of, mm -hmm. you know, activity that will get us the best result, you know? And we identified the introductory programs. And for the right. introductory programs, um, uh, there basically there's two main programs right now that MindCloud offers. One is called from idea to startup, launching mm -hmm. your venture. And then the other one is from startup to scale up, how to grow your business. Mm -hmm. okay. So these are the two introductory programs. And again, one thing a lot of people are afraid of, they're like, well, if I put this content out there, whether it's a blog or a video or whatever, I'm gonna give my best stuff away, you yeah. know? And yeah. people are afraid of that. And the reality is, listen, there's... It doesn't matter, man. You have <laughs> to give value with your content. Like, I mean... No, forget that, I mean... Uh, there's no new idea. I think it's all out there. Like, you're gonna find it anyway. Yeah. Exactly. Exactly. And, and but all... startup hustle has lots of new ideas. <laughs> no, I mean we don't. We we found Dogs these ideas. <laughs> that, that's a <laughs> trademarked. <laughs> One of the things when in my early twenties, I was doing life coaching. So. I was really? doing like Tony Robbins and all this kind of stuff, yeah. And they always talk about you want to offer value, you want to offer value first, you know, put out good energy out there. There's a lot of models, right? But when you look at it in the, in the business context as well, like if I want to build a relationship with someone, you know, I have mm -hmm. to offer something. I can't just, you know, tease them and dangle something. No, you have to come from a place of A, 
being willing to walk away from the relationship and be also if you take the mindset of listen i'm here i in this one hour i want to offer as much value as i can you know mm -hmm. no strings attached it also builds like a little bit of a good feeling for the person and they may want to come back if it's valuable to them yeah. mm -hmm. for more you know like you mentioned the blogs one of the easiest things we always say for blogs is like if you have a blog post make sure right next to it like if someone's done reading it like you know okay it's what's the thinking uh, exactly what's the call to action maybe it's another blog post yeah, yeah. all right read the next one great yeah. or the next one or whatever that may be and it's also here as well so we have the program which really we took honestly like there's 10 weeks and 10 weeks each day is uh, sorry each of the classes is a full day it's actually now it's changed the new cohorts are 11 days because we're okay. doing another whole day for it but anyway full day programs what can we take from each of these programs to kind of give the best stuff away so sure. to speak in those two hours and mm -hmm. we first realized one we can't do it with any one instructor because we have to take from different courses so at the very least there's always three or maybe sometimes four speakers because mm -hmm. they're drawn from different, different. kind of sides yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, and b also we need to kind of arrive at an aha moment for people as quickly as possible True. so we selected two tools i mean for the from the launch one it's the business model canvas right. where we try to basically give you a crash course of how to build a business model yeah, mm -hmm. and then we did an ep episode about that as well. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. exactly. But, yeah. but we did the lean canvas. We did the lean canvas. Yes, yeah, exactly. And so yeah, but but we got the idea from attending, <laughs> from idea to startup. Great, but we're like, great. this is this is a really good tool you for entrepreneurs. To. Yeah, because a lot of people sit on ideas, and this is a big problem. I always mm -hmm. see. Like I talked to our friends, you know, back in Canada, friends in Germany, friends here. They say, hey, listen, I have this really cool idea. And they may have had this idea for three years now. And then three, one of three things may happen. Number one. Somebody uh, else does it. Yes. <laughs> exactly. Yes. And by the way, then they'll be like, I, I have had that idea. idea. And that's why I say, I had this idea. I'm like, so you didn't act on it. You know? Yeah. Sid always <laughs> says an idea is nothing. It's all about execution. So exactly. Yeah. You can have an idea about anything. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. But I'm, I'm very like, Ooh, I have an I'm idea really, like, to exactly. make a flying car. So exactly. I have an idea to send a car to space. Yeah. Oh wait, somebody already did that. Yeah. yeah. There is actually an interesting insight. There is a, there is a video of John Kennedy talking about and now this is where we're aging ourselves but um, uh, where he talks about flying to the moon that he says in 10 years by the end of this decade we will put a man on the moon right. and everybody clips that clip and that's it and they're like wow look at this great idea yeah. but nobody watches the second minute which is we're gonna have to create materials that have never been created before we have to all be able work. to carry all the execution that's required and right. everybody only watches the first minute so the idea having an idea or a cool idea is really sexy yeah. but the reality yeah. is it's that execution and that's what people forget you know yeah. like honestly this is like it's the, it's so crazy so anyway that's one of the things i see and then the people have ideas too where either they're like they like i'm a big like i come up with a lot of ideas but i also make sure if i'm about to execute them i test them really quickly you know mm. it's one of the things something like a business model canvas or a lean model canvas will do really quickly and we've tried to in a very short way small way to do that at the program as yeah. well you know yeah. but anyway so going back to the kind of structurally so those programs are there to offer value mm -hmm. and then in the program you get the tool you get to interact with the instructors you get to interact yeah. with other entrepreneurs so we're trying to build a lot of value and i think if you compare it to some of the other free programs out there there's not really that many that have this kind of value yeah, yeah. and I, i've been to a bunch of them so when i first started a jar car i was pretty clueless so yeah. i was reading a lot of books and trying to attend as many of these startup events yeah. as possible just to you know meet people try to connect with vcs all that yeah 
but uh, I, I definitely found your uh, course really good. Like considering yeah. that it's like an introductory course, uh, the one hour, one and a half hour that we were there, it was really jam packed with a lot of information. Yeah. So it's yeah. good. You guys are doing a good job. Yeah. Yeah, and I think that the credentials of the people that are teaching is really good as good well. Good quality so, people. Yeah, yeah exactly. Uh, at the end of the 10-week program at MindCloud, we have what's called a demo day where uh, each person that's ready gets to pitch guaranteed in front of top VCs in the region. And uh, the next demo day, so we just finished a cohort and the next one starts October 13. But the next demo day from the people that just graduated is October 8th. Um, it's at 7 p.m. It's called um, MindCloud F18 Demo Day, colon enter the dragon's den <laughs> and uh, and it's a free event it's for... a free event it's basically a little bit of socializing there will be canapes coffee tea you know soft drinks that kind of thing and you'll get to mingle with uh, vcs from seven of the top firms in the region okay and then you'll also get to see some of the students that have gone through this kind of journey now um present their decks mm -hmm. and pitch to these vcs in a kind of a live setting you know so October yeah. 8th, we're going to mark our calendars mm -hmm. and we will be there to support all these other founders and also to meet with the VCs. <laughs> yeah, so if you guys yeah. want to hang out, come by MindCloud Academy. It's in uh, Emirates Towers, right? Yeah, so it's a, it's a space called, it's a really cool space called Area 2071. It's downstairs in Emirates Towers. Uh, it's, uh, it's under Dubai Future Foundation and it's a great space they've developed for entrepreneurs and startups that want to grow build something, create something, and uh, MindCloud is a member of Area 2071, so yeah, definitely come check it out. Cool, and mm. do they need to get tickets anywhere? Or? Uh, just go to mindcloudacademy.com, the information will be there on the top bar, I'm sure, and on a button somewhere that people can click. <laughs> okay, fine, okay, great, awesome, cool. So All right, I think... Jay. That's yeah. it, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Thanks, thanks for being on the podcast, man. Awesome. Yeah. Thank you very much for having me. It was great to have you on the show, oh, and you. I think it'll be really helpful for our listeners to awesome. really get cracking on their marketing. So, yeah. 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 Uh, and also, if you have any questions later on, please let me know. I'm happy to record an, uh, on my own Zoom, record some audios, and send them over to you. <laughs> yeah, or, whatever yeah. You or we'll have you back. Yeah, sure, yeah, yeah, yeah. whatever yeah, you guys want, no problem. I'm happy to. Definitely. And we'll we'll leave the links to Chase Profiles, his website for consulting and MindCloud Academy as well. So you can check it all out. Alright guys, by the way, just to let you know this this episode is not sponsored in any way, so Chase just our friend. So if you can leave us a review, that'd be awesome. It really helps us out. If you have any friends who are aspiring entrepreneurs, share the podcast with them. Uh, we try to share as much information as we can on here. Subscribe. We put up an episode almost every week. We try to be consistent. I know we missed last week, but yeah. we try to be as consistent as possible. And uh, if you leave us a review, that'd be awesome. Cool. Anyway, guys, that's it for this episode. Yeah. We'll see you in the next one. See ya. Bye. Bye. Keep on hustling. <laughs>